Sit back, relax, grab a cup of tea and a biscuit, and prepare yourself for the latest episode of the Game Punches podcast. Episode 135 for Thursday, the 12th of Augusto, 2015. Game Punches is the most aggressive and ponderous video game podcast on the internet. My name is Steve. And my name is Fraser. And my name is John. And my name is... Fish? Zzzzzz. Um, yeah, so it's just me. <laughs> it's just me and thee. Again, the English twats. That's fine. Brilliant. Um... I think we've got a portion of the show here which is going to lend itself well to being English. What, the fact that it didn't work properly? No, 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 when we get to what we're playing. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, very good point. Also, thanks for uh, pre-editing my What You've Been Playing. Because <laughs> I wanted to steamroll right into that yeah, shit. Yeah, I forgot, broke I everything. I mentioned it Broke the you. rules. <laughs> embargo? Shmembargo. All right. So, so, you have not uh, been a very well bunny, have you? <laughs> Should I address the elephants in the room? <laughs> so, I've been sending around grotesque photographs of my ankle. <laughs> um, so, yeah, you, you got it right last week. Uh, I was chasing a bug around the house. It was a particularly noisy cricket, and it was definitely inside my house. And I tracked it down to the front door area. And you've been in my house. Like You open the front door and you go up about five steps onto the main balcony and the kitchen's there, right? Yes. So I was coming down the corridor, turned left to face the door downstairs, and I was walking, step down, step down, and it started going, making this stupid fucking noise again. And it was like right in front of me and I was scanning around, where the fuck is it, where the fuck is it? And I saw that motherfucker just over the top, top of my front door and took two steps instead of one. And I landed on the outside of my heel oh, with my full body weight. And I don't know if you know that, but like I'm very dense. I weigh like th- 390 pounds, approximately. <laughs> so I went over on it full. I mean, like I heard the snap. <laughs> I heard it go. Um, and my daughter was with me. And you know how you're like, trying to be the brave dad? Right. <laughs> Yeah, I get, I've done that before. I, I have down. made. An- <laughs> if it makes you feel any better, I've done the going down as a dad in a heap in front of your child. <laughs> it's the worst. The noises that were coming out of me. <laughs> that as long as it wasn't a cry or a whimper, <laughs> basically, I was, I was channeling it into some other sound the whole time. And what I'm I, the sound I was making was something like. Like that, like over and over and over again, which is probably a hell of a lot worse, <laughs> really. Um, 
and she's like, uh, my daughter's like seven. Are you okay, Daddy? I'm fine. <laughs> like tears streaming down my face. I'm lying on the floor, can't move. So yeah, that happened. And you uh, and saw the bike up. too. Yeah, that mother. And of course, now I don't know where he is. He's still in the house. If he knows what's best, he's being quiet. Oh, dude, yeah, he better fucking stay small. Um, so yeah, yeah so, so what's that the happens. so what's the diagnosis then? What have you actually done to it? Did you okay? Well, uh, I get. I'm not entirely certain that the person that saw my leg was a qualified doctor. <laughs> so, okay, so that's encouraging. Yeah, it's like my doctor's office, like my, the main doctor. Like you know, you have the main the doctor, the offices of doctor whoever. He's not there right now. Leave of absence. I don't know what's going on. But he's got all these other doctors filling in for him. And he also has one that's not a real doctor yet. Or at least she's not, like, certified. But she's on the track. Like, she she can do everything except, like, write prescriptions for painkillers or something. <laughs> one of them. Right. Know. Okay. So, so she basically had a look at it. And, okay, thanks, Windows. Updates were installed. Okay, go away. Notifications. All right. So... Yeah, she looked at it, and she was like, well, the, she was poking everywhere. Well, if it hurts there, and it hurts there, and it hurts there, it doesn't look good. I'm def- You're definitely a good candidate for an x-ray. And I'm not going to go into how shitty the American healthcare system is, but suffice to say, they basically said, all right, out the door you go. I'll give you a piece of paper that says you need crutches. I'll give you a piece of paper that says you need... Um, uh, like a wrap bandage around your leg I'll give you a piece of paper that says you need an x-ray fuck off out of my office see you later so yeah. luckily my wife was driving because then I had to go I had to go and find my own fucking uh, imaging center that that my insurance paid for I'm not going to go into it it's very annoying anyway uh, American I'm on crutches. Oh, yeah, I mean to be fair to the for, doctor except right? in American healthcare to be fair to the doctor like there's not much they're going to do except for get out of my office here go get an x-ray I mean you'd think I don't think you'd might... think there's not. Well, the reason I went there and not to the emergency room the night of right. was because my doctor's has their own X-ray machine on site. Oh, okay. And oh. the last time I went over on my other ankle in the same place <laughs> several years earlier, um, that was just a like a uh, what is it called a uh, class one sprain or something, right. um, which which I had then. This one is a class three, which is might as well be fucking broken for all the good it does me. Um, so, uh, sorry, a third degree sprain, which is basically all your tendons snapped, and you might as well have broke a bone. Okay, is so what that tendons means, snapped is, what, is not good. Oh, yeah. No, it's not. And that's why I've got all the bruising everywhere. Yeah, I'm not really... Down. Yeah, but like, let's put the bruising aside for a minute and focus on the snapped <laughs> tendons. <laughs> well, because <laughs> how do they become unsnapped? That's what I would. Be well, well, that's the thing. See, I got, I've got to not move it, and I haven't been moving it for a week and a half. Um, I put it in a splint. Been keeping it, you know. Been keeping weight off it. I've been crutching around with two crutches. Not like, you know, them scary pirate movies, and like he's got one crutch. Yeah. No left leg, one crutch, and he uses it as his other leg. You don't use crutches like that. It's almost deadly. You can't do it. No. I've tried. Okay. Didn't work. Right. I was like, "Fuck two. I'll do. It. <laughs> I'll pirate this shit." No, I almost went over. Um, get this. So I told my dad on the phone, and first thing out of his mouth, "You weren't wearing slippers, were you?" I'm like, "Yeah, I was wearing slippers." Like, oh, Stephen. Like what? You don't wear slippers. I've stopped wearing slippers years ago. Every accident I've ever had is because I wore slippers. <laughs> 
like I'm the mug. Right, I'm wearing know. slippers. Thing is, I have some slippers, so I'm wondering. Dude, deadly apparently. Apparently so, yeah. <laughs> Best watch out. You put them slippers on, someone's gonna die around you. It's yeah. inevitable. Was there an R in the month? R in the month. Oh. So. <laughs> yeah. So um. So that's that story of uh, the man from Ankle. Yeah, it's not very good. It's not, is it? I mean, I get to work from home right now, which is good. But of course, the fact that I can't really do anything for myself. The worst part is that I found is you know it's nice having people wait on you. Until you realise you've been doing it for a week. Yeah, then it <laughs> loses its luster. To the back teeth of it. And also the fact that, like, I can I can shuffle and make my way up those five steps from the living area, which is where I've, I've uh, established Base Camp Alpha, because that's central to everything. So I've established that there. Um, to do anything in the kitchen, of course, I've got to go up those five steps on the crutches, which is a bit precarious. It's like a daredevil run every time. And I can go up there and I can fix food. I suppose it just depends what's up there calling you, right? Well, exactly. Well, first thing, you, when, if you're going to get up off the couch, you've got to stack up the things you need. You can't just go up when you want one thing. You've got to cash them in, make, is, it, make it worth it. Is it like going up a mountain? It, it is, because you've got to establish like goals. You've got to get up for a reason, or more than one reason. But the thing is, like, say I wanted to make myself a coffee, which I did this morning. I made it in the kitchen... And then I realised I had no way of getting it back downstairs. <laughs> <laughs> so I had to basically stand where I made it, just, <laughs> just waiting for it to cool down, drinking it, looking at the window for about twenty-five Did minutes. You whistle while you're waiting. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and then when I was done, I just sat it down on the table, turned around, and went back downstairs. <laughs> the hovel of shame. <laughs> it's pathetic. The other day. What I did, because my wife was out, the kids were out. I was on my own for like three hours, which is deadly at the best of times, because I'm really shit on crutches. Like, I, that's a skill you need to be good at. You need to be good at crutches. So what I did was I actually poured it into a travel cup with a f- completely sealable top. But that's what I was going like to ask you if you had one of those for the coffee. Well, exactly. I did that last week, and it worked out really well. And I screwed the lid on, and I just stuck it in a plastic bag... <laughs> basically looped my hand around that and crutched all the way down there that way. It's like I need a backpack. Yeah. I'm going on a journey. <laughs> the journey of the five steps. It's great. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, that it's just little things you take for granted. But, like, I managed to take all of my big splint and everything off today and I managed to, like, I can stand up and balance right. and I can just about put enough weight on the left foot now to where I can kind of hobble five or six steps and then sit the hell back down again um, but yeah it'll it'll be a while before I get over this one I, It's never before have I felt like such an old man as I do right now yeah well just the feebleness of not being able to get up and walk around on yeah, your own, this is like old people go through every I mean, day I, yeah I've done that with my knee and just been out of it, out of action and it's not fun it isn't, especially when you're the man of the house just sat there like a lump would it be okay if I have something to eat now? <laughs> Kids, Don't bother you again. Go take your dad a napkin. <laughs> go take your dad the sponge to clear up what he's spilled. Take him the big tray just in case he knocks his tea over again. Yeah, so that's so that's my lot. Yeah, that's a bummer, man. It is a bummer. Um, but you know, like I said. Got to work from home. <laughs> That's cool. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> Possibly a win. <laughs> the upsides of being crippled. <laughs> exactly. Yay. 
Yeah. Uh, cool. So yeah, that's that's it really. Is there anything? Oh, good show last week, by the way. Cracking. I haven't finished it yet. I got as far as the news, but as you may have already assumed, I don't really have much commute going on right now. So I haven't really had much of an opportunity to listen to the whole thing, but so far it's been good. Yep, now we got on all right last week. Fabulous. So we see right, yes, cool. we have no fish tonight because he is, uh, is wifey's birthday. Uh, yes, yes, it is his wife's birthday. Are they going to do some couch co-op? That is the question. Ooh. Ooh. You know what I'm saying? Uh, a little bit of I don't know. couch co-op. <laughs> is that a euphemism? <laughs> <laughs> you you made it a euphemism when you went ooh. <laughs> and John is doing family stuff. Yeah, his family's in town. He's eating a meal. Nice. Yeah, he could have made it in time. He said, "But yeah, it's, never mind that. Don't be rushing home to host this thing." This I tweeted mess. you today. I've been to the police. I've been to our local police station three times today. I was going to say because <laughs> well, your message was. I'm at the police station. Nothing exciting. No, definitely not exciting. Because I'm going into being a scout leader this year. They finally need. They oh. said they need someone. Two of the scout leaders just bailed this year. Oh my god! So basically, you went in to tell them that you're not a sex offender, didn't you? Yeah. So I have to get this background yeah. check done. So I phoned right. the police station yesterday, and they said, "Yep, you just if you need a background check, just come in any time between nine and then up to ten o'clock at night. Like it's just see the person at the desk and fill in the form, basically." Yeah. Okay, that sounds easy enough. So I've got my two pieces of ID, and I went in at uh, one o'clock. And there's this guy in a cop uniform there. He's just like, mm, I can't help you, man. I'm just covering someone for lunch. I have to wait till they get back. I'm like, well, when are they back? Half an hour. I'm like, oh, that ain't gonna happen. So nice. So I went back to work. <laughs> Left work at five, and I went back there. And there's another cop sitting by the desk. I go. Right, yeah, I've come to do this check now. He goes, Brilliant. well, I can't, you can't. The person's just left, and the next person who can do it is not back here for another hour. I'm like, you guys are killing me. You know when you want to get really angry? <laughs> customer service angry? But it's cops, right? You can't really. <laughs> who do you think you're talking to? <laughs> just a minute. So I finally got back there later on. I'm applying for to be a scout leader. Do you know who I am? <laughs> you know who I am? You know who I am? Yeah. You fuck my wife? You fuck my wife? So anyway, so I did. I finally went back for the third time. Third time's a charm. And, yeah. yeah. So Beautiful. Uh, I just want to stop there and say that we have, uh, in the chat, we got Wyatt May. Perennial Wyatt May. We have Teflon 12. I'm not sure who Teflon 12 actually is in Yeah, real Teflon. Life. Yeah, man. Guys are legend. Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like brothers. And Soul Brother 1. So hi oh, folks, um, thanks for joining us on this roller coaster. It, it, isn't it a roller coaster? It is um, of the mind. All right, cool. So let's move on. Let's get on to. We should talk about something, shouldn't we? About like games, video uh, games. We should. Why don't we start with your second game, and Ooh. then we can move on to the main event. Yeah. So. Um, there's a little game on Xbox One that, you know, listeners of this show may or may not have heard about, especially when you've been talking. <laughs> um, but a little, little thing, free to play, called, uh, World of Tanks. World of Tanks. The World of Tanks in a world. <laughs> a very surprising message of- from you today. What? It really was a, a an out of uh, left field message from you today to say that you'd been playing this. Oh, dude, yeah, it's. I don't know why. I just saw it there and I was like, you know what? 
it's about time to get back into some tanking. <laughs> I haven't played for ages. Oh my god, it's it's every bit as good as the PC version. In my personal opinion, they have all of the controls that you would need. They've even got like, you know, you can set your cruise control kind of thing. Yep. They got cruise control on the left click, left stick click down, cruise, click it again, he stops, click it again, he goes backwards. Nice. So it's like forwards back, yeah. So um yeah, like you know, everything, like the left trigger, zoom in, your right click to go zoom further in, that kind of thing. Um, and you can call out with the left bumper. You can give orders a lot easier than you could on the PC version, in my opinion. Um, and uh, yeah, the it, the music's still there. The maps are all the same. The tanks are all the same. Um, and it, I'm not sure, but it may... Do, do you remember? I don't remember. Do you remember if the maps... If it took a long time to load in a map on the uh, PC version, on the PC version, yeah, I don't think so. I mean, they had you had times between not noticeable, right? Yeah, well, not really. I mean, there were times between games you had to wait. So I, I think any loading was done in those times anyway, as the matchmaking right. was prepared. So I, I mean, I've never noticed. It was never an issue over the four thousand games I played. <laughs> <laughs> right, <laughs> clearly not. So like. Uh, if anything, uh, the, the the loading time for each map is noticeable. Not to say it's unbearable, because it's not. Because, you know, you get a nice big topographical display of the map, and you can figure out your strategies. Oh, I'm going to go around that hill and over there. And, you know, you can figure that out while it's loading. Plus, it, I figured it out. Like, in the background, it's not only loading all of the assets, it's also synchronizing everyone's game. Rather than loading the, the map, putting you all in there, and letting you wait for another 10 or 15 minute like, second countdown to it's for synchronizing, I think it synchronizes everybody on the back end where you can't see it, disguises it as a, lo- as a loading screen, and then away you go right so it's forgivable um the, it's nice and smooth i mean there's a little bit of a texture drop when it's sorry texture of uh, texture drop when uh it's like it's raining and it's on one of the more uh, like city type high detail maps um but yeah man I'm, I'm loving it all over again and the fact that it's free yeah boy that's, yeah. The, that's the right price there ungreedy devs <laughs> Ungreedy devs. <laughs> Who do they think they are? <laughs> uh, yeah, I'm, da- I'm downloading it right now. Um, Good egg. I uh, got to a starting point. Very, I love it. I oh, man, the Xbox One just is just. I'm loving it more and more every day. The fact you know that what? Uh, I am also loving it. I've discovered my love for the Xbox One over this last week and a half. Yeah, it's uh, going it's from doing better now. To strength. Yeah, so I so I loaded up World of Tanks and it let me to play a mini game. While I was waiting for the main game to load, so I played a quick game of that. But uh, oh, cool! Yeah, I should be on that tomorrow, and we'll give Very it. Good. We'll give it a once over, and I'll give it, cast my eye over it. Fabulous! Uh, we should get together and talk on our microphones. Yeah, we will. The only thing that well, I, I mean, if it's fun, it's fun. That's just the, actually, I mean, saying that I've, one of the things I sent you on text was I didn't really feel the need to start grinding tanks again. Um, of course, you do because. Uh, you know, on the PC version, I've put so much time in and got up to quite some high-level tanks. Right. But saying that, when I play the PC version, a lot of the time I'll just play the earlier tanks anyway. I find them much more fun, right. usually. So, mm. yeah, I'm looking forward to giving that a go. Cool. Again, yes. you've rekindled my interest. Yes! Got him! Got him again! Um, the other thing I just typed in, because it's important, is... I know we talk about Elite Dangerous a lot, but over the last week, actually at uh, Gamescom... 
um, there were a few announcements from Elite Dangerous. Uh, aside from the crazy big planetary landings DLC coming soon, or, or pack or season or whatever they're calling it, um, they updated the Xbox version with a lot of performance improvements and uh, apparently a better network code, even though it still drops out very regularly. Uh, and CQC mode, which is basically space deathmatch. Right. With way more maneuverable ve- uh, space vehicles than the ones you normally get as stock. Um, did you say they announced it or did you play it? They? No, they announced it and I played it. Okay. Uh, yeah, so, I mean, it's already, it's off the menu now. Like, you can do, like, you know, regular game, training, or CQC. Uh, you've got to try the CQC. It's a free update anyway. It just comes with the patching. Um, okay. It's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. Um, everything's still there. You know, you can switch uh, juice or energy from, you know, one thing to the other. Um, pips here and there, shields, yep. system, um, and there's different game game modes as well, like capture the flag style stuff, where you got to fly through circles and capture balls and stuff and all kinds of things. Um, and there's you know it's red team versus blue team, and it's all just really really well done. It's smooth as silk because of course it's a very uh, enclosed area, but I mean you're flying around these huge space constructs. Um, <laughs> going through the alleyways like Millennium Falcon Death Star shit and you know flying up out there it's 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 a lot of fun they did a really good job of that um and they've they've riced up the lateral and horizontal boosters on these vehicles so you can practically strafe strafe shoot people right. um hell of a lot of fun definitely go and check that out okay that's as much elite as I am going to talk talk about don't want to kill everybody with uh, elite talk okay then I will go check that out too fabulous and we should probably collectively talk about this next one. Well, as it's, you suggested. Yeah, it's all I've been playing, really. I heard you talk about it briefly last week. Mm-hmm. Are you still playing it with your kids? What are we talking about? We're talking about rare replay phrase. We are. Uh, yeah, I mean, playing it with my kids, that's a very significant part of it. Um, in fact, it's a very big part of it. Um, I've got a list of games I've been playing off it. I don't know... Um, I haven't made a list yet. I've been very, very specific. I'll, I can list off the things I've played, and I can list off the things that my son has played and stuck to. Yeah, I mean, I think. Because... I, I mean, talking about the children is, I think, is a very important point because, you know, for me, one of the first games that we fired up last week was Jetpack, and I can't remember whether I talked about that. Look, very. Did very I mention little. Jetpack? Well, I mean, we you, played Jetpack, and my kids just were on it for you know, for an hour, which is a long time to be sitting with my kids playing a game. Uh, and they were just. John was in- like, "It won't go up." I was like, "You push the stick up." Oh, this doesn't control. I can't control it. And they were still on for like two hours. <laughs> yeah. And there's just something obviously charming. There's something that you yeah. you forget. Some of the games don't look that great, and obviously they. Not all the games are brilliant on it for sure, but you know I everybody. Be honest, they, they really held together well. At least the classics. I mean, you're not really expecting anything out of the classics apart from what they were, right? And to me, Jetpack and more so Lunar Jetman. Are, are, it's it's. A, did you have like all these weird kind of nostalgia memories with these? Because I never. It's like until they announced Rare Replay, I would never have guessed in a million years. Oh yeah, I'll be playing Saber Wolf in a couple of months, right? No. And 
I think what was it? We fired up jet, Lunar Jetman, and I, I just stopped what I was doing and I said, John, the last time I played Lunar Jetman, I was sat in front of a TV where you're sat now, and I was younger than you are now. Yeah, playing on my friend's Specky. 48k that was held together with two rubber bands like the top of it the top top part of the case and the bottom part of the case had separated yeah. and they held the entire thing together with our, with uh, rubber bands horizontally around it to keep it together and i remember loving the hell out of that game same for attic attack and it just wormholed me like i really wasn't expecting that like i've played a lot of retro games but like something that i wasn't expecting to play that i wasn't looking for and all of a sudden it was there and like oh shit I remember how good this game was when I was like seven. Yeah, well, it's uh, talking about how long ago it was. It's very dodgy. I can't even remember if I played them all on a color TV. That's how long ago it was. I got a feeling it was right. just on a little twelve-inch black and white TV in my bedroom, right? Right. I just so anyway. So yeah, we played Jetpack, and then um, I think the day after that, I played Attic Attack mm-hmm. or a Tick Attack. Tell you what, that game is not fun. That game is not I love fun. the idea of it, but... Yeah. <laughs> and I, but couldn't re- I couldn't remember whether I'd played it or not. It's one of these games that I never remember if I've played it or not. But then when I started playing, I was like, yeah, I definitely did play it back in the day. What are you supposed to do? I mean, it's, it's, it's impossible to stay alive. Well, you can stay alive, and you have to just they keep... They keep killing you. Well, they keep killing you. They keep you. coming back. Well, you can stay alive, and you keep going, and there's enough you know, food, and you have a, a weapon, and stay out of the way, and just explore the dungeon, and the first floor, and the ground floor, and the attic, and all that sort of stuff. Find the keys that you need, and get to, get out. Right. All right. I think I found one key the whole time. Yeah, and and uh, it's hard for sure, mm-hmm. but they've added in the infinite lives cheat, you know, which we were all adding in our pokes Did back they? in the day. Oh well, yeah. My dad actually made me a homemade um uh. Action replay. Okay. Which I don't know if you're familiar with. You could stick them in the back of the like the comms port on the Commodore 64. It had a big red button on it. You press it, and it basically froze the game in state so that you could... Ba- and it brought up a command prompt so you could basically poke. Yeah. So you'd type in your pokes, hit enter, hit the red button, and it would, re- it would kind of carry on where it left off, but with these changes in the code. Yeah. I mean, pokes were always weird. I never understood really how they worked, but... You poked the game and... Uh, you did? Poke. Uh, yeah, so they added Infinite Lives, so I just thought, well, I'll play some Attic Attack, and I played around, and I was uh, sort of making progress, played it for quite a while, and then it was like, you know what, I'm sure I'm going around in circles. And then I brought Attic Attack to the future as I pulled my iPad and downloaded a map on my iPad. And I, <laughs> oh, no! Yeah, I was going map, I map playing the game, uh, and I finished it, you know, and it was just, even though, Asshole. you know... I should have done that. I used things at my disposal in the infinite lives or whatever, and it's a little bit of a cheat. But there was, some, you know, an hour and a half later, close to two hours later. Yeah. I'd you know, fit- now you say that, I think I've I've only got, like, two or three copies, like, Zap magazines left um, from back in the early 80s. And I think at least one of them has, in the cheat section, it has, like, a map of either... Uh, it's not Saberwolf, it's one of the other ones. Underworld yeah. or... Well, the, if you look the Underworld... Yeah, all those maps, you know, they, those... You know, this is why we're suited to talking about this, because going back and Crash Magazine and Zap64, yeah. you know, if if you go, if you find the Underworld map, there's a really good Underworld map that they produced, which was, that was 
drawn by Oliver Frey based on a... He had redrawn it from a reader's map, right? Oh, Probably some on. guy who'd made the map with his mum or something had sent Sorry, it in. Interrupt. Stu Leckie just jumped in and said he wanted to hear. He just popped in to say hi, but now he's got to go. Yeah, that was ages ago. Was it? <laughs> <laughs> All right, then. So, you know, so you have these... <laughs> so going back, you have these wonderful maps... You know, those maps were almost just as enthralling to look at as anything else in the magazine, even if you weren't playing the game. Yeah, Yeah, exactly. These tremendous maps. So I'm looking forward. I'd like to do Underworld, maybe play Night Lore. Saber Wolf, I don't think is... I'm going to do, but maybe. But anyway, so I played a lot of Attic Attack. Uh, I played uh, Grabbed by the Ghoulies. Oh, was that in there? That's in there, yeah. I didn't even see that. Grabbed by the Ghoulies was released, for those who don't know, was released by Rare. For It was post, post uh, Nintendo. It was probably their first game post Nintendo, I think. Yeah. Released on, yeah, the, it X- was. Released on the Xbox, but it never... It didn't reg- take off, did it? It didn't register on my radar. And I think it, it did on mine, but it was always seen as a mediocre kind of title. Yeah, and it's not a bad title at all, but it's not a, it's not a Rare t- you know, super title considering what they had done already yeah um so i played a bit of that anyway and i got i played it for about an hour before it's like i've had enough of this um so it is you know it's it's enjoyable but there's another hour gone right exactly Keep um, going, you got 30 hours down yeah exactly uh what else conquer's bad for a day i loaded up because I, I really did i think i enjoyed that back in the day that game has not aged well no, I I never it would never appeal to me, so I never really played it. I enjoyed the platforming side of it and the exploration yeah. side of it, but it wasn't really a very it it hasn't aged well. Um, it's a neat it's a nifty title for what they did right. with it. It's bonkers that they just suddenly came out with that. You know, this adult rated <laughs> video game. Um, it really was stupid. <laughs> you know, he's throwing up and swearing at the start of the game. That final boss poo. Yeah. So very weird. Uh, what else? Perfect Dark. That's another one my son took to, and he was playing today as well. Actually, yeah. Likewise, my son was playing that this morning as we both. He is taking that to that like a duck to water. And again, another nostalgia trip. I was like, you know what? <laughs> it's like I'm always sat in the back reminiscing when he's playing. He's like, oh, me and your brother, uh, me and your, my brother-in-law, your uncle used to play this game back when it first came out. You know, we used to love this. <laughs> We played the campaign all the way to the end. Yeah, yeah. I think I tried to explain to my son how long ago it was. He can't, oh, he can't God. comprehend that. No. Um, so that's you know perfect. Has it? Well, actually, one of the cute things my son did say he was like, "Why are their mouths not moving when they're talking?" Oh, bless him! You know, that's trying to because <laughs> we couldn't do that. We couldn't yet. do that back in the day, son. It was too hard. Um, Battletoads <laughs> Arcade. I played that. That's pretty pants. Yeah. But it's a coin muncher, right? So having infinite lives was pretty neat, but I got well, very exactly. bored of it after 20 minutes. Yep. And uh, I think the last one was Banjo-Kazooie. I loaded up for the ah, kids. Yeah. That one I'm actually I'm putting some time into, and so is John. Yeah, I don't think I will. I put enough time actually... of it back in the day. I can't be bothered. But it's neat. Oh, it is neat. I remember, uh, this is how much of a fucking super freak I am. I actually got... Um, Banjo-Kazooie 
a few days before release. Ooh. Because it was the first game I think I ever actually paid attention to before it came out, and I counted down the days for release. But I just, on the off chance, I stopped by a Dixon's <laughs> to see if they had any in. And some idiot was like, oh yeah, we just got these in today. Didn't realize that he had to like stick them behind the shelf for a few days. Sold me one on the spot. So, yeah, I got to play that before most other folks in England at the time. Not that that's a really big brag, but it was. Um, it's a big deal to a young lad at the time. Well, exactly. And by young, you mean 22. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so, so is that. Um, yeah, but um, what was I going to say about that? I was going to say something. Uh, fuck, I can't remember. Uh, oh, yeah, that was John's first video game that he ever played. We used to sit him on the bed as a toddler because we used to have the N64 in the bedroom. And we used to give him the controller that was way too big for him. And he used to be able to move the stick or press the buttons, but couldn't do both. <laughs> so uh, he always used to climb on the bed and say, Badger Kazoo. Very and nice. we, Okay, that's, yeah, okay, we'll put Badger Kazooie on. And that's what we used to do. And he used to run around and I used to hit jump for him at the right spot. And of course, he'd die and run around in circles. And that's pretty much what he would do. But it's cool to see him play it now and obviously just breeze through, have no problems. Um, did you play. Uh, Banjo-Kazooie Nuts and Bolts in this set? Uh, I haven't played it in this set, but I put my time in it before when it was released. I only played the demo before, and I didn't like it then. But I tell you what, I struck that one up thinking, hmm, maybe I can derive some joy in the banjo elements and not really the Nuts and Bolts stuff. And that is an enormous pile of shit. Oh, no. No, don't be mistaken. It's not. It's a very, very good game. Stop it. But what? you're Stop. making the classic mistake of going oh, into I was thinking, it. Think, thinking go, it's a banjo game. You're going into it thinking, I'm going to play the new Banjo-Kazooie, Banjo-Tooie. This is the third installment. Right. But it's not. It's a standalone title, and it's a this very, very different it. type of game. But it certainly does It can certainly does stand up on its own merits. Hmm. Um, I don't know. Frame rate's pretty bad. The way it eases you into the action's awful. It talks way too much. It takes a good 30 minutes before it'll let you touch the stick. I don't know. Harsh. It's a tough sell right up front. It really is. Um, I'm trying to think what else I played on there. But that game must be, what, six years old now? Seven years old? Yeah, but it's still it's 360. I mean, <laughs> it can't really hide behind uh, history. History's lens. True. Um, let me see. All I know that. is I put a lot of time into it. Uh... Yeah, I think that's all I've played on it too. Oh no, I played Saber Wolf. Uh, all the isometric 3D ones by uh, Jeff Crammond. I played all of those. Because um, I loved them to death. Because um, he made games for everybody and they all were the same basically. He made Head Over Heels, which was the same looking kind of thing. Isometric. Yep. So, you know, just swap out one art set for another and basically move the rooms around and you've got the same game. Did the same with Batman the Caped Crusader, which, again, another classic 3D isometric <laughs> room-by-room room thing. The cutest Batman um, you'll ever see. Oh, wasn't he? Just looked like he was wearing like little all-in-onesies. Didn't he? <laughs> yeah. All-in-onesies with a cape. Just sliding around. <laughs> oh, bats. <laughs> Bless him. Uh, yeah, and that's pretty much all I played on that that set that I can remember or is noteworthy. Yeah, um, so you need to go and yeah. dig around as well if you haven't done any of the challenges. Yeah, I didn't do any of those, but you can unlock stuff with those, right? Yeah, and they're pretty neat to do. Yeah. Hmm. 
Oh, what's the other one? Slalom. John's big into slalom. No, I haven't tried that. I mean, there yeah, are that's... games in there that I've never ever played. It's the NES one, and uh, obviously it's a slalom. <laughs> uh, yeah, he's got really into that one. Is it? I don't. It's it, it's really hard to kind of guess what games your kids are going to like out of an old set. Yeah, and that's what's interesting about it. Yeah, the ones that they take to versus the ones that they'll just pass by, it's mind-boggling. It really is. Um, yeah, anyway, so that's that's Rare Replay, I guess. Unless you've got any more to add to it. I mean, I will say this, the polish, and they do a really good job of making it very clear up front that they have an epic tapestried history. Yes. <laughs> and that all of their shit is quality, ish and that basically they've been around since before most people playing this game were born yes and i think this was probably a really really smart move on their on their part partly because i think a lot of people came out of the 360 generation thinking that microsoft had basically worn rare down to a nub um and basically turned them into whatever they were doing before into nothing but a make you know stupid connect sports games and your avatar clothes right so it's good that they came back bouncing back i'm glad that phil spencer has seen fit to actually you know put them front and center again and start showcasing their shit because they do have a lot to offer still i think and that pirate game that's coming out soon that should help help their uh their uh, public opinion as well but yeah. I thought the way it set up it was almost like a Muppet Show intro which I thought was really really well done because it's like oh shit they've got like thousands of like mascots just in their back pocket like this is how long they've been going um, yeah and they yeah, obviously I really enjoyed put, that you know and they put the, the the time and the effort into making the package a very good package it totally blew me away how polished the package is yeah like the curtains close and open and it's like it's almost like a little display of that game yeah you know with a monitor in the back and then all these like you know art assets and stuff and maybe the guy will fly past or whatever in the front very well done Way better than anything they've done in those like arcade classics collections and stuff, where they just show you like the arcade cabinet, <laughs> and then press start. Yeah, yeah. So they've yeah. done it really good, and it'll give them some real. It should hopefully it'll give them a real springboard to bring the brand back. Well, apparently it's the it's the best selling game ever. <laughs> I can believe it. Yeah. So anyway, good for them. I really do think that they've got way more to say. Yeah, maybe they'll take notice of the price point too. Yeah, exactly. That was a real... I mean, of course, yeah, it was cute because it's 30 years, 30 games, $30. But... It's a sweet that, price the price point. Is right, the price yeah, is right. The price is damn right. It is. Because it's like, oh, you know, even though I'm probably going to hate 90% of everything that's on this disc, sure. The price is right, thirty dollars. No digital downloads. You know, forty bucks is for me is a is a is a sweet price point. I mean, I've got Metal Gear Solid Five coming up. Oh well, we'll talk about that in the news, right? Which is next. This is a great piece of news. The original news. Dun, 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 dun. I had some news. Bad news. Breaking news. I got a few news pieces. Press the left trigger to see the most amazing thing in the world. This just in. Yes. News. News. What is the news? Um, news from Japan. News. Japan. Japan. Yeah, news. Okay. Metal Gear Solid 5 is coming out. 
In 19 days? 19 days, yeah. Well, the thing is... Is it really 19 days away? I don't uh, follow many, really any celebrities on Twitter. The only person, I think there's... Well, you follow me. I follow you, and... uh, But I think there's only maybe one or two, like, high-profile Twitter people that are on my Twitter feed for some reason. I can't even think who the second one is. But one of them's Hideo Kojima. Right. And it's just his tweets every day I just find interesting, particularly when he's treating all, all the stuff he collects on comics and right. um, his food his, shots. And uh, his food shots and his film memorabilia and what his thoughts are on whatever it is. Food. But he's re- retweeting loads of stuff on Metal Gear Solid 5 and daily he's retweeting fan art and uh, cosplays. Awesome. And uh, every day they make reference to how many days are left. So, I mean, I've just been counting, oh. counting down the days with it. Um, September, September the 1st. September the 1st, yeah. Oh, so, my God. I'm sitting there, right? But, the, you know, this is back to what I was saying a bit before. You know what? I mean, it's just... I, I don't know. Well, first of all, like, the price point just worries me. It's like, I'm not going to see much change out of 75 bucks up here. No. We're getting killed. This is a premium AAA, premium AAA right here. So. I know. But the other thing is my parents are visiting right when it gets released. Oh, what the fuck? I know. <laughs> How am I supposed to put the proper time in? All right, so... I am going to get uh, it. So, by the way, Bongo, if you're listening, don't buy it. Not that I don't think he would. He's not really a massive fan because we console shit here. Oh, um, yeah, it is console shit. He's uh, he's not the big um, Metal Gear fan that, like I am. Metal Gear. So, I have been playing a bit of Ground Zeroes, actually, to try and get me back into it. Yeah. I can't wait for this game. This is Metal Gear Solid Five. Is like one of those games where it's always on the horizon, but it never comes. It's, it's been always... a while. Yeah, you've forgotten how you know long I mean? it has been. Yeah, oh, it's like I'm trying to think of another game, like Halo Five. <laughs> That's another one. There's... Mind you, Halo Five seems immediately more present for some reason than Metal Gear Solid Five. Just seems like a light year away. Um, I just, oh, I can't wait. I just think it's fucking beautiful. Yeah, and it wasn't even near four. wasn't even nearly near the best, right? That they've done. So yeah, so that's that's good. That's coming. Yeah. So uh, yeah, are you buying? What do you think you'll buy? PlayStation or Xbox? It'll probably be the PlayStation one. I've got to go with the raw horsepower on this one. Plus, there's no real multiplayer component that I really want to play. I know there's a multiplayer Metal Gear Online. I don't care about that. So I'm not going to play it. So I'm just going to go with where the single player horsepower is. I'm going to try and get into that. I think because every time that there's been a Metal Gear Online, I've always missed it because I've come mm. to the game late. Well, I tried it on the uh, after four um, with my bro-in-law on the PlayStation because, of course, it was exclusive back then, um, and it wasn't very good. As I recall, we didn't play it for long. It didn't catch the no. way other games would. And I missed it on that, but they did have a uh, multiplayer component on Snake Eater, which was just there about at the end of its life when I finally managed to get online with a console. Whoa, with was the PlayStation that Max coming 2. out the same day? What? With Hold the phone. Mad Max release date is also September 1. What? A movie? No, not the movie, the game. Oh, who cares? It's probably going to be pants. Oh, what are you talking about? Oh, it's come on. Mad Max. Yeah, no, wait, whoa, 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 back up. It's still a movie game. 
Always be on your guard, Stephen. Well, Metal Gear Solid Five is a game movie. Mm, it's different, <laughs> different gravy, different gravy, <laughs> different gravy. Same mashed potatoes. Oh God, I got to see what comes out on September one now. I mean, I'm saying that if it's a choice, it's going to be Metal Gear because Metal Gear. But I don't want to have to make that choice. Really, you've been drawn to Mad Max game? Why would why would you be so interested in a Mad Max game? Do you know anything about it? Yeah. Oh, you do. It, yeah, it's like an open world. You got your stupid named car, drive around in that, and it's got the Batman fighting mechanics, which I'm always a big fan of. Fan of. You can upgrade your car, you can upgrade your moves, you can upgrade your skills, and it looks like they've done a really good job. Got plenty of polish on it. Plus, this new license and the new movie is out of this world good. So, I'm hoping. I mean, you know, reviews can come out. It could be awful. Okay, I haven't seen anything about it, so I'm just you know making it all it might up. Might be as worth I go looking along. at a quick video or something freshen yourself up on it um yeah so, yeah teflon says here i gotta say i'm with fraser on the mad max game what not going for it no yeah. but he also says he never got into the metal gear games so i don't know interesting yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so he's with you and against you at the same time I, I must say if it's a choice between the two and i'm in the shop and i'm looking at them both it's definitely metal gear all the way uh, there's no there's no game on the planet i think that could trump Metal Gear Solid 5 on Metal Gear Solid 5 day. <laughs> I think uh, what made me laugh was I was listening to the Veteran Gamers the other day and uh, Chinny was saying that he's been playing... Oh, what did he say he's been playing? I forgot what he said he's been playing. Anyway, he oh, he said he's been playing Ground Zeroes. And, All right. Uh, that he I was, still enjoy that. And he, he raided Ground Zero. He raided Ground Zeroes highly. Yeah. But he said he was really not too sure about Metal Gear Solid Five because he doesn't like the the bonkers wackiness that Kojima just throws into the games. Right? <laughs> that comes with the territory, unfortunately, <laughs> it doesn't does. it? It's like, me, take I, it or leave it. I love it. It's just great. I think it's pretty good. I mean, I must admit, if if I had to pick an element of Metal Gear to go away, I would prefer to keep the gameplay over the bonkers story. But to be honest. The banana story just makes it even more yeah. amazing. See, even that. See, I really Yeah, now we're talking about it. Here we go. I start to gush now. Is that going back and playing Metal Gear Solid 4 pro- again a right. few months ago, which I did. Indeed. Was brilliant. You know, I'm just thinking when you finally get yourself through the street fighting at the start, or you're making mm-hmm. your way through the street fighting at the start, I mean, one of the things, first things you come across is, uh, Ak- is it Akiba? He's in, oh, he's in, in the there. Can. He's in the can, right? He's in the can. Just <laughs> it, it is ridiculous. And it appeals to the child in me. That sort of. Then you got that gun arms dealer with the monkey. <laughs> that steals <laughs> Coke or apples. Coke, Coca-Cola. <laughs> it's outrageous. Just brilliant. It is. And just the names of all the organizations are straight up bananas Japanese. Yeah. Jananas, if you will. <laughs> Yeah, I, All can, right, I can't wait, to be hyped. honest. Getting hyped. You should get hyped, because it's going to be a good one. It's it's a bit it's bittersweet. It's got a bit of a sour taste to it, after all the Konami bullshit, but... I don't think it has. Can, I mean, I just don't... You don't think I, so? No, I mean, I saw, you know, uh, my old friend Richard Webster was posting some stuff on Twitter the other day saying uh, he was... Um, well, anyway, he was just slating Konami or whatever like that. I mean, I don't... I, 
I think they're assholes. I, yeah, well, maybe they are, but I mean, it's just. Pro- I think the games industry is just not a money maker for them. It's not primary business, and at some point, you know, no matter what happens, you're dealing with a fan base who's going to think you're assholes. Right? Well, yeah, but it's also, you know, you roll into that, the weird sweatshop conditions and the weird punching in and out time punching they have for the developers. Really weird environment by all accounts. Um, and the fact that they're just very kind of faceless, brutal, the man corporate in, in you know, made flesh is a bit weird to me. Um, the way that they've basically covered their ears and like la 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 no kojima never worked for us we did all the work it's all of our property it's none of his kind of weird deniable nonsense that they've yeah, been i don't quite understand with. what all that's about i mean it's a hideo kojima game whether they got rid of him now or he left or walked out or whatever metal gear solid is a hideo kojima joint always has been always fucking will be and for them to take his name off that, which is basically his legacy over decades, they can go fuck themselves. That's just disrespect. I don't care who you are, that's disrespectful. Bottom line. Doesn't matter how much money's involved, you've disrespected Kojima, you go on my shit list. <laughs> okay. But I have no idea what the falling out is. Or why I mean we just don't know. Well, nobody knows. Yeah, I nobody know. knows, but the bottom line is at some point they took his name off as though he was never involved. Well, I think the dentist should have shot Cecil the Lion, so they're well, exactly. <laughs> what, but Cecil had his bulletproof vest on? Cecil had it coming. Cecil! Mm. So that's news item number one. <laughs> oh, I've closed my notes. Where are my notes? Bungie oh, have dropped Dinklebot in favor of Nolan Droid. There's, yeah, you this like is that? Yours. So, yep. Yeah, this is mine. So I'm sure most people know about this one, but I mean, you know, we we're reporting news that everybody knows. We're just bringing up talking points, really. So apparently, with the Taken King, which is this new Destiny expansion coming out in September, uh, which is a whole new world and basically a whole new bunch of stuff. Um, a whole new world. They, a whole new. <laughs> uh, yeah, a whole new uh, hive mothership. Um. And place to, uh, yeah, thank you. Teflon's with me on the Konami Kojima issue. Thank you, right? Um, so, anyway, um, they're bringing Ghost back, which Ghost is the weird kind of floaty robot um, analogy for the cartographer thing in Halo. Basically, they're flo- they always have a floating robot. Ghost is Destiny's floating robot. Uh, Ghost all the way through the main game, was voiced by Peter Dinklage, um, Tyrion on Game of Thrones and what have you, and uh, some other guy in The Wire. Um, Who was in The Wire? Peter Dinklage. He wasn't in The Wire. I think he was in a couple of episodes. No. I think he was. Really? Yeah. I don't think so. I'm I've pretty watched, sure I've watched he, well, The Wire. I don't remember being in that. I My favorite role, Peter Dinklage role, is as... <sighs> Uh, Maybe I'm getting confused with another HBO kind of drama. My favorite Peter Dinklage role is the he turns up at the funeral in Death at a Funeral. Have you seen the English movie Death at a Funeral? Uh, no, I have not. I'm you, aware of it, but you I have should not seen definitely that. watch that movie. Don't watch the American right. version, though. He's in that one too. Is he? Yeah, it's weird. He's all right. In. Anyway, so yeah, Peter Dinklage was uh, voiced all of the stuff for Ghost. And universally panned, that wizard came from the moon, 
you know, <laughs> the whole Dinklegate, you know, bad voice acting. Didn't I thought it was a voice story. acting was fine. I like his voice. I thought it was pretty cool. I thought it was okay, but to be honest, if I'm not, if he's not pulling me in, there's something that's not happening that should be happening. Yeah, fair enough. Um, and apparently, the for they wanted to bring Ghost back because in the last one, the ta- uh, not the Taken King, the, uh, the what was the last one? Uh, House of Wolves. Um, they had they replaced like the person that talks. Usually, it's ghost talking when you're doing missions. The um, in the House of Wolves one, they just had other uh, fallen folk like make with weird voices like this. Um, and this time for Taken King, they're bringing Dinklebot back, but it's not Dinklebot. They're voicing him instead with Nolan North, who is the voice of everything, everywhere, forever. Um, uh. But to save consistency, <laughs> they have gone back and had him re- re- record all the original lines that Peter Dinklage read out for the original game. Yes, so, I know this because Katie Stubbs, fan of the show, uh, was not happy about that. She thought it was very disrespectful to Dinklebot. It is somewhat disrespectful to Dinklebot. Yeah, I thought it was. Um, I my, my opinion was he's get he's been paid for his work that he's done. And they're just no. Now they'll put Nolan's voice in and consi- and make it consistent throughout. Right. So exactly. What, but I, I mean, what the news going around right now is that they you don't like the disrespecting today, do you? No, no. Um, uh, the news going around right now is that they didn't recast Dinklage due to booking conflicts. Yeah. It was a conflicts thing, okay. which may or may not be true. Either way, I am even though it is disrespectful for, to Mr. Dinklage, I am very much looking forward to Nolan North's take on the droid, um, and to see whether or not he can actually do a better job with those horse shit lines than Peter Dinklage could. Because then I think that one way or the other, that will pretty much settle the argument on whether Dinklage just had bad direction or can't do voice work or whatever so i guess we'll see who yeah. knows i mean i didn't think he was that bad i guess if they have plans that you know they need a consistent voice all the way through and dinklage isn't around to do it hey dinklage right. got paid but now they'll get someone in who is always available right you know i mean they didn't cgi in the uh the three actors that have played uh, uh gregor clegane in game of thrones different seasons so they just went with a different guy each time they didn't go and re-record old season shots. I guess this is a lot easier, though. So maybe that's why. <laughs> yeah, I mean, this yeah. will just be a patch. I'm right? not in Hollywood. This will just be an MP3 patch. Right. <laughs> so so there. Um, that's what I got. You got something else, right? Uh, yeah, I only picked up this one just before uh, we came on. Uh, Pac-Man 256 is coming. Have you seen this? No. You need to go look at this, then. This well, is Pac. This is uh, the Pac... Pac-Man take no. How is what's the best way to describe this? This is I forgot the name of the developer now. Flappy Bird, not Flappy Bird. God, get together, Moors. It's all these visits to the police station. They phased me. They have uh, Crossy Road. Crossy Road developers. What's the name of them? Fish. Something to do with fish. Uh, I'll get that in a second. Hipster the, whale. Hipster whale. That's it. It's not a fish at all. Nope. Uh, Hipster Whale's take on Pac-Man. So it is a Pac-Man endless runner. So... Oh, okay. It's like you have 
you sort of got an isometric view of a Pac-Man playing field. Yeah. But it's always continually moving, and you can't go back. You know, yeah, you can. It looks like the kill screen is catching up. The kill up screen is you. catching up with you, yeah. <laughs> and as you go along, you pick up different power ups and you gain points by continually eating darts or, you know, getting massive dart runs. Uh, and that it looks like that resets. If you miss a dart, then your dart run resets and you're getting points again. Um, different power ups, there's lasers and things like that. And of course, the ghosts oh, yeah, can still get you. It well. looks good. They've got I'm a, gonna have to check a video out of that. I think they definitely have another hit on their hands. Coming to mobile and tablet. Yes, it's going to be so a big one. Not actual machines, not video gaming machines. Then um, it looks like something that could probably transfer to a, easily to a console. Oh, I'm sure they could. I'd just, it'd be, it'd wonder if they would. I still say that um, Pac-Man uh, CEDX is the best fucking Pac-Man game ever made. It's great. Yep. You can go pick that up on a hum- hum- humble bundle right now. The humble If you don't bundle. have that on PC, which I don't think I do, actually. I got it the other week mm. on Steam. When it was on sale, when uh, Thingy was talking about it. Fish. 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 Uh, cool. So. So that's uh, about it on the news side. Oh, here. Teflon's asking a question about the Destiny thing. Do you think they'll rewrite the bad lines since they're going to going to the trouble of re-recording the lines that question was about Destiny by the way um, I'm secretly hoping for them to throw back in that wizard came from the moon because that's such a classic the fact that they removed it was a bit of a cop out I think and made me a little bit sad it gave me a sad do they ever say why they took that out well no but I think it's pretty clear why they took it out because it was corny yeah, I mean, they even had the T-shirt printed for that for that charity run for a brief period of time. I don't know. I'm just being out of touch. I didn't. I don't think Dinklage sounded bad or corny. I didn't think that line was no, corny. It, but... it, the the delivery was awful, oh. and the line on its own is comical. <laughs> that wizard came from the moon. Yeah, fair enough. So yeah, I mean, I'm hoping that they throw all of the stuff back in just so that we'll get to hear the bad lines delivered by a more experienced video game voice actor. Um, so I guess, yeah, I guess we'll see. We'll see. I'm hoping they will. Whether they will or not, I don't know. They seem to be changing things on the fly. I think that the destiny that they're now engaged in developing over the next few years is not the destiny that they were planning on developing when they first were, well, I don't know, about three years ago when they first started shaping that thing. I think it almost fell fell apart before launch, and I think they've been kind of scrambling to kind of patch it back up to kind of get it through the first year ever since. Um, And I think once year one is done and the Taken King is out, I think we may start seeing a little bit more consistency from Destiny but I think this first year was basically them weathering the storm and dealing with the fallout from whatever the hell went on the 12 to 18 months before launch of that game because you don't get music guy leaving you don't get head writer leaving and then the game that comes out has awful writing there's a reason that happened Um, and it's certainly not because anybody wanted to pursue new adventures and challenges it's something happened yeah uh, well i see we so, never know what goes on behind closed doors you just we don't, don't so i think that i would really really love 
like a fly on the wall book later on down the road that kind of explains exactly what happened there because something serious happened that game is not what it was supposed to be and everybody knows anyway conversation for last year probably um all right well what do we got next phrase i'm still trying to find my notes charts my notes all right charts do go Okay, right. Uh, I'll do the West End cue the chart musics. Uh, at number 10 for the uh, X-Bone, It Shall Not Die, is Minecraft the Xbox Edition. Minecraft at number 9 for the... Uh, does it say? These are all bundled into one, I guess. So at number 9, it's F1 2015. God, that dropped quick. <laughs> yeah, getting good feedback, though, from what I'm seeing. Some people are playing it, really enjoying it, so that's good. Uh, number 8, dropping like a stone... Rory, Rory McElroy, McElroy PGA Tour. PGA um, bollocks. Yeah, and if you're really <laughs> so struggling against number seven, Battlefield Hardline, then you need to take a good hard look at yourself. Unbelievable. Um, that game is shit. I don't know if it's shit. Well, okay, it's shit. At number six, FIFA 15. FIFA! <laughs> and number four. You know what, Battlefield Hardline, it's not. It's just the single player is so disappointingly oh. bad replace Hardline and put any other thing in front of it. Every battlefield single player is awful, awful horseshit. It's just, it's just forget it. It's Yeah, but that... It's multiplayer, um, that's all it is. Yeah. Okay. Uh, number five, GTAV. Peter. At number four, The Elder Scrolls Online. Is this like a for sale for actual money? I thought it was free. Elder Scrolls Online. It was free, but the model wasn't really working. It was, wasn't good so. enough. So they're billing for it now. So now it's buy and play as it is, and it's much better. <laughs> oh, okay. So a lot of people are saying, uh, a lot of people are having a good time with it. Good. Um, right. So that's something. Uh, at number three, the Batman Arkham Knight. Right, where, I seriously, right, where is my library copy? Put this on. Really? Reserve. Weeks and weeks ago. I think it's being and constantly I'm still rechecked. Not, no, you know what it is. It's what? some people who've re- who've reserved it haven't picked it up, so it just sits on the on the way on the Are reserve. Are you shitting me? Is that how that works? If they don't come pick it up, it sits on there for a week, right? A week, and then say they come and pick it up finally, then they get to keep it for a week. So now, dude, a fucking GameStop. You put five dollars down on a game, and if you don't pick it up within forty-eight hours of launch window, it is gone. It is out of there, right? <laughs> you lost it. I know. What can you do? Anyway, I nearly sort of stormed into the library the other day. I was like, what the fuck is my fucking copy of that? And then you remembered it was a library. And then I remembered it was a library. And uh, And you're renting a game, not buying it. And I'm a grown adult. (laughs) And you're in Canada as well. You don't behave that way. And in fact, I'm a bit worried actually if I do get Arkham Knight from the library any day now, I don't know if a week is going to do it justice. Um, To be honest, I think a week... Well, it depends on how much time you're going to have per night, because that's a big fucking game. Yeah, and I don't have much time. You know, really out of my week, I probably have maybe two or three nights. Are you um, are you a Batman kind of man? You know, that's a lie, actually. Usually, in a normal week, I only really want to devote two or three nights to playing games. I think Fair if enough. Batman grabs me by the ghoulies, then I'll probably... <laughs> By the way, I've been walking around all week now after playing. Grab me by the ghoulies. Uh, Yeah, if Batman grabs me by the ghoulies, then I probably really put in the hours. Right, so that's the thing, though. I think you may want to buy this one. 
because it's that good. I think we're waiting. I think, yeah, again, back to the old console share with Rob, and maybe I think the two of us are just hanging on. I'm not diving in yet, but we'll see. Uh, at number two, Lego Jurassic World. Mm-hmm. Juggernaut, that is, Lego games. And at number one, can you guess what number one is? Yeah, because I'm looking right at it. It's a rare replay. Sure is. Beautiful. Very good. Very well earned on behalf of Ra there. Grabbed by the coolies. Grabbed by the coolies. All right. The East. Here we go. Ow, Japan. 10 for the PlayStation Vita. It's IA slash VT. Colorful. Uh, 9 for the 3DS is Tobides Dobotsu no Mori Animal Crossing New Leaf. Wii U, Mario Kart 8, ooh, and number 8. And number 7 for the 3DS, it's Fire Emblem Fate's Birthright Conquest. Uh, 6 for the PlayStation Vita, Minecraft, ooh, PlayStation Vita Edition. Edition. <laughs> 5 for the PlayStation Vita, Luminous Arc Infinity. Four for the 3DS, Rhythm Tengoku the Best, plus three for the Wii U, it's Spalatoon, Saparatoon. <laughs> Two for the 3DS, Yokai Watch Busters, aka Nekodan, Shiro Inu Tai. And one for the 3DS, Animal Crossing, Happy Home Designer. Aww. What happened to White Dog Squad Cat Red Team or whatever it was? Uh... What happened there? Where did that go? It was a great title. What was that from? Was that the Yukai Watch? I think it was. I think it was Yukai Watch. Uh, White Cat Team, Red Dog Squad, or something. Not sure. This Either came way. from a news source. This. I see that, but you know what? Any source is good when it comes to the Jap oh charts because it's just like going. It's, <laughs> it's like going hunting, Cecil the lion. It's impossible. Cecil, he's got his bulletproof vest on. You find it, and then you have to drag it out of its enclosure. Exactly, because you're a dentist, and that's what dentists do. (laughs) (laughs) I shouldn't laugh. (laughs) But I do. I'm on to my third Stella. I had a very heated (laughs) argument with somebody about Cecil the Lion at the weekend. Did you really? Yeah, he did not like me, because I... What side were you on? <laughs> I was on the... Obviously, the killing of Cecil the Lion wasn't that great. <laughs> but I'm sort of air on the side of, one, I'm not condoning... I'm not uh, condemning all hunting. I'm not condoning all hunting either. But at the same time, I'm also like... Just it cracks me up to see people just getting so animated about about it. A lion. Not the you know I feel like they should, but it's just it's so animated about it, it just cracks it's me like, up. You I'm feel just a, that the, I, the cause is just, but it's also funny to look at. Is that the, is I that just what we're can't help but feel like the devil on my shoulder says, "Just try and fucking wind these people up." <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Yes, <laughs> they are a touchy bunch. I mean, yeah, but you know, dentists shouldn't be going around killing lions. Someone has got to stop these goddamn dentists. These dentists are well out of order, <laughs> are they? Someone's got to bring them back in line. Actually, like, I, I have no like problem sometimes. Orthodontists, for I have example. A dentist getting it, I'm really not. I have some very good friends who are dentists, but really, just in general, how many lines are they the killing vol- on the regular? Uh, yeah. <laughs> right. I you know don't dare to ask. I wouldn't, because the answer may shock you. You won't believe what they will say. I won't. All right. So no quiz, obviously, because it's just the two of us. Just the two of us. 
building castles in the sky. Grabbed by the ghouls. <laughs> Alright. And the community, I'm just going to have a brief community minute because there were certain people on Twitter that expressed um, condolences to me on my ankle situation. And I just wanted to mention them with my mouth. Okay. Ethel the Frog. Shh. Ethel the Frog. Katie Stubbs. Dastardly Jabby. And Stu Lecky. All commiserated with me on Twitter and told me that they hope I get better soon. I did too, so, you wanker. No, you didn't. Not on Twitter, you didn't. Uh, no, I didn't. No. There you go, see? So thanks, all four of you. Not five, phrase. Four. That concludes the community this week. Is that it? That's it. I know we seem to be getting quite a few more uh, watchers actually, and listeners on yeah, Twitter. Yeah, we're actually getting an awful lot of interaction on um, on uh, Twitter, which I will bring up right now. So you need to just I can, cool uh, your jets. Okay. Cool your jets. Gonna, you've got this? i got this right okay, here. Okay, hang on. Um, in a minute. What was last week's date? Yeah, we missed a classic opportunity here. Did we? Well, we talked uh, about how many lion pelts would you give Rare Replay? Oh, God! <laughs> um, let's see here. So, Dastardly Jabby there, another fantic, uh, fan, fantic, fantastic episode of Game Punches, Fraser Moo, Jesus Fish. Uh, let's see here. Um, Ethel the Frog, another great podcast, despite half the team being missing. Get well soon, Chambango. The accident sounds bloody awful. See? Commiseration. That's why he gets a special mention. Good old Ethel the Frog there. Which is a male. Don't know if anybody knew this. I Ethel did. is a male. All right. Um, what else we got here? Uh, na 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 Tom Marrett, I think he deserves a special mention because he's been pimping the fuck out of our podcast lately. Going so far as to actually use our header graphic with our name on it this time. To say, listening to Game Punchers Pod this afternoon, check it out. Really good. Hashtag gaming, hashtag podcast. Emoticon, thumbs up. Check it out. Check it out. Check it, check it, check it, check it, check it. Um, thank you, Tom Marrett, there for that. Really appreciate it. Casey Stubbs. Uh, not KC Stubbs. KT Stubbs. Listening to the latest Game Punches pod to entertain me through this journey. Which I'm not sure what the journey is. I wonder if it was the journey... I wonder if she was being clever and it was actually Journey on the PlayStation. Or if she was actually just driving somewhere. Uh, not yeah, entirely not sure. sure. And then she fires back shortly after. Another good episode at Game Punches pod. Hope you recover soon. Chambango. Stan. Thank you, Katie Stubbs. Thank you. Um, and then Gubbins1, who may be a new listener. That's someone whose profile is him and a lady in front of, um, looks like the Sphinx. And one of them big old pyramids. Uh, he's a retro gamer and love lover of stuff. And Gubby, from Northeast Wales. Oh, there's Fancy lovely. Fancy that. Um, we used to go on holidays at Abbasock. For the record. Oh, and uh, Port Merion. And we did that once. And we also did... I uh, can't remember the name of it. It starts with a Glen something. Um, Glendidno. It wasn't... It was Glendidno! Thank you! There you go. Thank you, Glendidno. 
Uh, da, 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 da. And I think that is about it. Um, no, it isn't. No, John Mouse. John, John Mouse came back, listened to the podcast for the first time after hearing about you guys from Game Punch's party. He was talking to Tia, the same coin. But apparently he listened to the same coin because we told him to listen. Or we mentioned them. Or you did, or whatever. And anyway, he's listening, and he likes it a lot. So we giveth, we taketh away, but we also giveth. Um, on you commented back. Made a lot of merch on your soul. Blah 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 blah. blah. Same coin, guys. Yeah, also I'm just great. Uh, also wondering what John Mouse could perhaps let us know when uh, are we ever going to see another episode of his podcast? Which embarrassingly, I can't remember what it's called. I've been racking my brains. It's like sitting there right on my frontal lobe, and I, I can see as well the purple and black of the website. And I just can't for the life of me think what the what the. Uh, the podcast is actually i can check i've got my ipad in front of me what an well, idiot what an idiot I, I could have saved myself the embarrassment of that and just looked it up i'll I tell you what it is he's not even listing it on the play uh, vault all right he's not listening it on his twitter this is almost like he's wanting to distance himself from it well maybe he is they haven't recorded one for a year and that's probably why <laughs> i might stop asking him i'd let it, i'd drop it I'd let it go. Maybe, I'd let it lie. Maybe it's a touchy subject. It might be a touchy subject. You should just let it lie. Same coins having a nice break at the moment. <laughs> they haven't recorded one since July. And Jesus. even then they're at half mast. We've only got about I'll one tell you mount. what, guys. He's a taskmaster, this one. Well. <laughs> He'll kill you with kindness while also slamming you for not putting the podcast out. Well, Lag hasn't done one since June. I see they're taking a break. It allows you at podcasting. They haven't done one since June. It's just like everyone's like siesta for the oh, summer. God. Here's Man. us busting our hump on a Wednesday night. My hump is busted. I don't know about you. Steve's yours. literally broken bones. I have. I have. Or at least torn tendons. Oh, yeah. And here's another one I'm going to call out. The Gamesmen, right? I think. Yeah. That, although the Gamesmen, right, to be fair, I think they're still knocking the podcasts out. But they haven't, they? they haven't fixed their feed, so I haven't seen a podcast for like two months because their feed is broken. So they're still recording them, but no one's listening to them. Oh. I believe. You should have told them. Boss Wave earlier. should be back up soon. Good old Boss Wave. Chris was on holiday. <laughs> Fabulous. All right. Are we going to shoot this fucking thing in the head and go home? Uh, and by home, I mean And by home, you mean downstairs me. to go play some video games. Yeah, and upstairs for me to go and watch TV. Yes. All right. So... Thank you for listening, everybody. I hope you enjoyed this mildly entertaining podcast this evening. Uh, it's good to be back, broken ankle and what have you. And um, yes, I believe that is all. Fraser, do you have anything, any final words? Almost like Jerry Springer's, like Jerry's final thought. This will be Fraser's final thought. Do you have a final thought? Uh, I don't have a final thought. I got uh, quite a bit out of my system there, actually. You sure um, did, actually. It was a bit of a purge for you. Yeah, I don't know. Actually, what I will say, I am listening to two podcasts at the moment, if anyone is a, a remotely interested. One is anything by Dan Carlin. He does a podcast called Hardcore History, which is fascinating. And oh, he does another man. one called Common Sense, which thoroughly educated me last night on the GOP-Republican debates and how the process works. Um Excellent. I'm not overly familiar with the American electoral process. Right. Um, so, yeah, anything by Dan Carlin, you should look those up and listen to those. And uh, also The Infinite Monkey Cage with Dr. Brian Cox. And uh, he does a – do you know who Dr. Brian Cox is? Nope. Ooh, right, okay. He's the sort of current flavor of the month for science um, shows in the UK. Young guy, oh. used to be 
a member of the band that did Things Could Only Get Better. It can only get better. Yeah. I've forgotten. Oh, shit. That's it. <laughs> anyway. Man, that uh, was a fucking anthem for five seconds, wasn't it? Yeah, Jesus. it was. He was in that Sorry. band, but actually he's a particle physicist. And uh, he's he's in all sorts of stuff. You just dig Things him out. Things can only get better. Here we go. Bye. Howard Jones. No, that's not right. I think that was it. Maybe I've got that wrong. Howard Jones. Things can only get better. No, he did. The a, Dream. He did that as well. Uh, but Dream. Uh, the doc, Dream. No, you need to look up. D-Ream. D-Ream. D colon Ream. Yeah, Things Can Only Get Better. 1994. I forgot it was... That's not what I was thinking of. D-Ream. D-Ream. Wow, I forgot that song existed, phrase. I'm going to YouTube it as soon as we're done. <laughs> You're better off YouTubing Brian Cox and watching his stuff instead. Understood. Um, oh yeah, get well, and get well soon. How about that? What, me? Yes. Yeah, all right. Yeah, I will. Thanks. Cheers. No worries. Cock. <laughs> so... As well as that, I want to say, if anybody's on Xbox One and uh, would like to join me uh, flying through space in what you would call a wing, that's air quotes, wing, if you'd like to wing me up and then we can fly through space and talk on our walkie-talkies with the quadrille tones and all that cool stuff, then let me know. I am Laszlo Panaflex on everything that matters. Uh-huh. And that's about it. All right. So, oh yeah, and if you haven't sent me a friend request and you want to play with me online, do it. Yeah. Again, likewise, you can find me. I am. Uh, what is my Xbox? Is Fumu? I think it's, isn't it? Yeah, it is Fumu. Yes. F double O M double O. John's is Hi John H I J O N. I'm sure he'll appreciate me giving out his thing online. Uh, mine is Lazlo L A Z L O space Panaflex P A N A F L E X. Um, okay, so I am on Twitter. I am at Chambango. The website is uh, GamePunchers.com. The Twitter for us is GamePunchersPod. Fraser, your Twitter is at FraserMoo. John's is at John Lavalle, J-O-N-L-A-V-A-L-L-E-E. Fish's is at the Jesus Fish, pronounced the Zzzz. And uh, you can get us on Stitcher, you can get us on iTunes, you can get us on uh, Feedboiner, um, and give us a review and all that stuff. Reviews are great. We did have a couple of reviews, and I went and read them. Uh, One of them was from Stabby, I think, and the other one was from uh, uh, Kyle Adams. Ah, Kyle Adams. Yeah, so thanks for those. Excellent. Thanks, guys. We do appreciate the... uh, the little stars and the ratings and the reviews because at some point if enough of you do that then we'll end up getting on the ooh you know front page and then you'll have been the starter of a big thing yeah. think about it think um, about actually as well I just mentioned I think, think a load of people um, are meeting up in Birmingham for some reason this weekend I can't remember what it is but apparently I think all the Boss Wave crew Seth's over from America he's going to be over there oh. um, and a lot of people are getting together I can't remember why but whatever, have great, fun. Great stuff. All right, have fun. <laughs> yeah, have fun with that in Birmingham of all places. <laughs> Birmingham, Birmingham. Uh, all right. So yeah, I guess that's it. Phrase, we're good. We're good. All right. Thanks for listening, everybody. We love you long time. Thanks to everybody in the chat there. Um, again, we got Teflon, who's been talking the whole time. Um, 
Steve is declaring open season on dentists. Yes, I am. Good stuff. All right, I like this Teflon. And uh, we got Teflon, we got Wyatt Mage, Stulette came in for a sec. And we had Soul Brother, who I think is still might be on and on. I'm not sure. Anyway, thanks to all of you guys as well for being a part of the show. That really keeps us going and keeps us on our toes. And it's fun having interaction with people that listen to our words. So keep doing it. We love you all. And until next time, Wizard Jigakuhin! Jigakuhin!